we will do chapter 12 canto 5 conversation between maharaj rahugana and jadabharat till yesterday we had come to a very interesting part where jadabharat is telling him about all different kinds of things actually yesterday's part was one of the toughest to understand though i have gone as slow as i can but if i go back to the previous verse or the previous verse or the previous verse it is going to be extremely tough to go through the whole process so i am going to make it as simple as i can so now we will just carry on with the next uh, you know chapter 12 king rahugana said o most exalted personality you are not different from the supreme personality of godhead by the influence of your true self all kinds of contradictions in the shastras have been removed in the dress of a friend of a brahmana you are hiding your transcendental blissful position i offer my respectful obeisance unto you o best of the brahmanas my body is filled with dirty things and my vision has been bitten by the serpent of pride due to my material conceptions i am diseased your nectarian instructions are the proper medicine for one suffering from such a fever and they are the cooling water of one scorched by the heat whatever doubts i have about a particular subject matter i shall ask you about later for the time being this mysterious yoga instructions you are giving me for self realization appear very difficult to understand please repeat them in a simple way so that i can understand them my mind is very inquisitive and i want to understand this clearly so <laughs> king rahugana also has the same problem what was taught what jada bharat told him was complete bouncer he doesn't understand a word of what was being said so he says can you make it still more simpler so that i can at least understand certain part of what you said so o master of yogic power you said that fatigue resulting from moving the body here and there is appreciated by the direct perception but actually there is no fatigue it simply exists as a matter of formality by such inquiries and answers no one can come to the conclusion of the absolute truth because of your presentation of this statement my mind is a little disturbed so what has happened is what was mentioned in the last chapter was basically it was called gnan yoga gnan yoga is the most difficult thing to understand in the world what is being taught over there is actually next to impossible to decipher because let us say for example it is mentioned that one follows 10 follows 100 follows 1000 follows a million does anybody understand what that one follows 10 follows 100 follows 10 1000 follows million it's like a, it's like an impossible thing to actually decipher the entire the- theory which is based on what is happening in the mind the mind is a very quirky creature you know it is in one of the lines it was mentioned that the mind is non existent but yet we believe mind is existing so the hypothesis actually we are basing everything on hypothesis there was one more line where it was mentioned that the basis where where this the soul is based it is in the mind now you will wonder how if mind itself is illusory creature how can you have a soul inside somewhere there simple explanation is very complex but if i put it very simply it is like this you know now suppose you want to eat let us say an orange 
Are you going to take the oil and gulp it like that? No. You will have to open it first. And then you have to remove the chilka from top. And then you have to remove pieces, you know, all those sections which are there. You are supposed to remove them one by one. Open it, remove the seed maybe and then eat it. Still you will find that there is no orange in that. It is some sort of a chota or what you call it. I don't know what you call it. Uh, you know the and from that comes a juice so where is the orange gone you are actually drinking the juice and maybe eating that uh, rough stuff in you know, a roughage as we call it you are eating so where is the orange the orange is a very invisible <laughs> it's impossible to understand what is an orange similarly in the same way like this what you have to do is where is the soul there is no soul first secondly there is no mind but for purpose of understanding i have to say that there is a soul there is a mind they it is over there so on and so forth all this is gnana yoga so let us say how he is trying to understand so he says you said that fatigue is there fatigue means i am tired you know today i am very tired what do i am going to do so he says the body is tired so direct perception is impossible what is the meaning of the word direct perception direct perception means one on one i can straight away see the thing in front of me but it is impossible to know but the king says no i am not tired can you please tell me what it is all about it is not about tiredness it's not about run down it is simply is a matter that exists because of formality so we need inquire to understand the truth you have to go through the process of inquiries question question and question so let us now go ahead and see what the self realized brahmana that is jada bharat said among the various material combinations and permutations there are various forms and earthly transformations for some reason these move on the surface of the earth and are called palanquin carriers those material transformations which do not move are gross material objects like stone in any case the material body is made of earth and stone in the form of feet ankles calves knees thighs torso head throat and head upon the shoulder is the wooden palanquin and within the palanquin is the so called king of shovira the body of the king is simply another transformation of earth but within that body a lordship is situated and falsely thinks that you are the king of the state of shovira if everything is one and the same you know everybody has come from dust is what is mentioned everybody is going to go to the dust so can you make out the difference between uh, dust of yours and mine and everybody difference can you make out no it's not mentioned over here that this dust belongs to the king nothing like that today we may be walking on the ground and you will say oh there was a dinosaur over here that is a dust of dinosaur and then you will say no 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 there was a dust of some other creature we don't know so this everything is actually dust no then what is it that makes a difference that you are the king and i am just a palanquin bearer so the differentiation is what we are trying to understand it is a fact however that these innocent people carrying a palanquin without pay- payment are certainly suffering due to the injustice their condition is very lamentable because you have forcibly engaged them in carrying a palanquin this proves that you are cruel and unkind and yet due to false prestige you are thinking that you are protecting the citizen this is ludicrous you are such a fool that you could not have been adored as a great man in an assembly 
of persons advanced in knowledge exploitation so the king was exploiting the poor people saying that you carry this palanquin okay now what jada bharat has told him is you are exploiting this people now again what happens is exploitation is at various levels you know we can say that even where you are working in a company you will say that i am exploited so exploitation is dependent on a relative factor you may get a million dollar salary and still you will say i am exploited <laughs> nobody says you cannot do that somebody will get just 5000 rupees salary and that person will still say he is exploited so what is the meaning of the word exploitation it's a relative term it's your mind which is supposed to have this you know, what is the sense of satisfaction yes i want 5000 is enough i don't want 1 million but does that ever happen is never going to happen because a man is always looking out for more and more and more and more and more so that is the reason why he is saying that these people are thinking you know they you have exploiting them and you are thinking that you are the king everybody has got a perception of who they are you know how the perception comes just at the time of birth you are told that you are the daughter or the son or something like that okay now what happens is two children are born and the father becomes the mother and the mother becomes the father today there is a very beautiful story which has appeared in the press which says there was a father and then there was a mother they went a sex change operation and the mother has become the father and the father has become the mother so whom are you going to call the mother and whom are you going to call the father think about it so it isn't it a perception just because one has an extra hormone of this kind and another has an extra hormone of that kind may, does that make a person a male and a female doesn't make it just because somebody is giving an egg somebody is giving an sperm doesn't make that father and mother i'm sorry if somebody is donating uh, you know we saw that beautiful movie over here okay that donor something donor wiki donor does it does it make him the father of all those hundreds of children it's a big question mark isn't it it's a big question mark but tomorrow they will all of them will say papa 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 what will happen to that poor fellow <laughs> so it is not known let us say some lady harvests her eggs right from the age of 14 or 13 whenever till the till she reaches the uh, age of uh, you know when the egg stop now she harvests all those eggs and she distributes the eggs at 100 places in the world and all of them have children whom are they going to call mummy it's a very strange phenomena we cannot pinpoint that just because you have come from somebody's womb doesn't make you a mother or a father or somebody like that you are not a son or a daughter son or a daughter is also an ambiguous term tomorrow you may become a tomboy after that you may become a girl and then you want to become a boy who knows what you want to become it's all false perception what goes about is i am this <laughs> something you call yourself you know and that is the perception which you carry till you die and you believe and you start believing in the perception it's it's become like an embedded factor for you okay but this embedded factor is actually causing you a lot of deception yesterday what happened was i received one phone call 
Now this person came earlier, took some signatures from me, and after that I was I was I was taking a nap for five minutes, and this guy calls me up, and I said hello. He says, madam, वो है ना उनको फोन देना. उनको मैं अभी आधा घंटे पहले मिलके गया. I said मैं madam नहीं हूँ. Just because the voice sounds like a madam, so he said madam. So maybe I have to do voice training for myself, you know. Uh, like that, you know, maybe a gruff voice. So, it's again a matter of perception. People make judgments. So, hearing my voice on the phone makes the person believe that this there is a woman at the end of a line. Uh, it it's again a false perception. So, what Jadabharat is telling the king is. You think of yourself as the king just because you know you have come from one particular race and you believe that you have become the king of that land. Tomorrow I can call myself whatever I want to. That that doesn't, you know. You, I can call myself the king of this universe. Does it matter? Does not really matter. I can call myself whatever I feel like. So. You are such a fool that you could not have been adored by the great man in an assembly of persons advanced in the knowledge. All of us on the surface of the globe are living entities in different forms. Some of us are moving and some of us are not moving. All of us come into existence, remain for some time and annihilated when the body is again mingled with the earth. We are all simply different transformations of the earth. Different bodies and capacities are different transformations of the earth that exist in name only. For everything grows out of the earth, and when everything is annihilated, it again mingles into the earth. With other words, we are but dust, and we shall but be dust. Everyone can consider this point. Is the same uh, explanation that is there in the Bible as well. It says, "You have come from dust, and to dust again you will go." Isn't the same words over here? One may say that varieties arise from the planet Earth itself. However, although the universe may temporarily appear to be truth. It ultimately has no real existence. The Earth was originally created by a combination of atomic particles, but these particles are impermanent. Actually, the atom is not the cause of the universe, although some philosophers think so. It is not a fact that the varieties formed in the material world simply result from the atomic juxtaposition or combination. So, Guru, your explanation is starting just now. Think about it. When this book got written, maybe six, seven thousand years ago, God knows when it got written. He is talking about how the universe came into existence. He says because of combination of atomic particles. Again, he is he is putting it in such a way. He says that is what you think. You know, the, all the atomic particles came together and the earth was formed. Nothing like that. He says all these particles are impermanent. Today they are there. Tomorrow they will disappear. We may we may have been at one given point in time just hydrogen. From hydrogen came helium, and from helium came lithium, and so many other things started coming out of it. How do you know? Today we are combining elements A, B, C, D, and making some sort of a thing. Then we are combining, you know, all different kinds of electrons, protons, and neutrons. God knows what all thong neutrons that we have. Everything we combine together, and we create one more new element somewhere. And then to and then we try to run after that element, thinking you know it has got a half life of a millionth of a second. Let us run after that for a millionth of a second. It's impossible to find. Again, they want to find God particle. 
God particle is a very elusive particle. Some people say that they have found it, some people say they have not found it. So what happened? What is the meaning of the word God particle? God particle is the particle from which other particles come. Because God is supposed to create the other things, isn't it? So, other particles cannot create God. <laughs> God can create. So, they say that that is where the basic thing starts from. So, let us find the God particle. So, tomorrow we find the God particle, we put all the particles together, maybe we will have a great entity called capital G-O-D. I think about it. You, you really believe that all you can have put all the God particles together and then tell the God particle, sir, do this. Imagine God particle is going to listen to you, great, your great, your majesty. He is not even going to listen to you. Whatever he wants to do, he will do. So again, atomic theory is based on, again, it's a relative one. It's based on some information which we really think it exists. But again, that is not true. We don't even know that. It is not a fact that the varieties found in the material world simply exist resulting from the atomic juxtaposition or combination. So we think that we, finally if you break me down I will become hydrogen, is it? And then I break you down further you will become maybe proton, neutron and then you break an electron into something as God knows what is going to happen. So. So tomorrow what I will do is I will take one, uh, one bottle, I will put all electron, proton, neutron and shake it up and day after tomorrow I am going to have a man inside that. How stupid can that be? It doesn't work like that. <laughs> so there has to be something worthwhile. So what is it? We are coming slowly, slowly to it. Huh? This sounds funny but since the universe has no real unlimited existence, the things within it, shortness, Differences, grossness, skinniness, smallness, bigness, results, cause, living symptoms and material are all imagined. They are all parts made of the same substance earth but they are named differently. The differences are characterized by the substance nature, predisposition, time and activity. You should know that all these are simply mechanical manifestation created by material nature. Everything in this material world all these things are temporary. Shortness, differences, all kinds of differences. You are fat, I am thin. You are tall, I am short. You know, all those kind of differences are there. This is black, that is white. All these things are there. So, so many differences are there. He is very clearly telling you, all these are imagined. Imagined because you believe they exist. There is, there is no truth of their existing anywhere in nature. We believe it exists. So any person who says I am fat, okay, put him in front of all the fat people and now let him call himself fat. Now he has become thin. Okay, now you put all the short people together. Do you think there will be any short person? No, everybody is short. Right? Now you put a parrot in front of all the minas. Yes, he is going to look different. Now you put a parrot in, in between all the parrots. Can you make out the difference which parrot it was? No way of knowing unless and until you have put one name tag on him and you say, my name is Mr. Parrot. Okay. So you say, you know, like you have, how you name your files, dot one, dot two, dot three. God knows so many dots you will put in, you name your files. Okay, this one is file number one and file number two. But put all the files together and try to understand. First and foremost, your system also doesn't take it. 
It will say, oh, this is different. Do you want to replace that old one? <laughs> it is going to tell you that. So now think about it. In the material world, all these are different, different. And everything is unreal. Okay. We are working on a laptop or a computer or something like that. Think about it. And you think the data is there inside that. I burn that thing somewhere. So your data is finished, isn't it? Then what do you do? So you will say, I worked for so many goddamn years and now everything got burnt. So what, do I, what am I to do? So you go to the recovery fellow, is it? You don't understand. It is like, you know, digging up a grave. You are trying to understand things which are, which are actually non-existent. Non-existent things. Nothing is going to exist. Everything is going to get destroyed finally. Everything gets destroyed. So then was it there or not there? See, today you will find that there are lots of people who, who, you know, even if I show him that there was Jesus Christ, they will still say, Oh, that is all story. You will find so many people will come up with story that there is no, no Jesus, no Mary, nobody like that. Same way people will say there was no Krishna, there was no Ram, there was nobody. It's all stories. So what they are telling is the truth, is it? Few years later that will also become one more story. So then what is the truth? So he is telling you all these things, whatever that you can think of, all the parameters put together, they are all imagined. It is based on your imagination. They are made up like pots of mud, you know. You make a mud pot, it gets destroyed, it goes back into the earth. What happens after that? It becomes a mud only. So, I know this is, uh, this, this all this what I am talking about is all uh, theoretical knowledge at this moment in time and you feel very heavy in your head and you say, na abhi ek chai peene ka zaruri hai. coffee no, then what is the ultimate truth? The answer is that the non-dual knowledge is the ultimate truth. It is devoid of all contamination of material qualities. It gives us liberation. It is the one without a second, all-pervading and beyond imagination. The first realization of that knowledge is Brahma, then Paramatma, then Super Soul is realized by the yogis who try to see him without grievance. This is the second stage of realization. Finally, full realization of the same supreme knowledge is realized in the same supreme person. All learned scholars describe the supreme person as Vasudev, the cause of Brahma, Paramatma and others. So what is this stages of realization? Stages of realization are many. You can go from one stage to the other, to the other, to the other, to the other. You can keep on going. It's like a never ending story. So only person who comes to the last stage has a complete picture about the whole. Now I am going to ask you a question, okay? I am taking a Google uh, Earth shot over here, alright? I have taken a shot of this property over here. Now I am going slightly higher. Then I am going still higher. And then I am going still higher. Finally what happens? It appears like a dot. That dot merges into Karnataka will become a dot. Then India will become a dot. Then the Earth will become a dot. And the, and the solar system will become a dot. I still keep on going ahead. So where was the truth by the way? 
okay don't know where it is so i don't know so it is like a donut you know yes of dot net ke jaisa ya dot dot not no aisa karke rahega finally who what kind of dot are you talking about all dot you will become finally dotty in your head and think you know pagal ho gaya aadmi we do not have an astitva astitva means existence the way we think about it i exist so from which point of view are you seeing so you are standing on top and you are seeing at 100 feet 1000 feet beyond that beyond that beyond that billions of years away no you don't even know so it's again a relative term isn't it so we don't know the truth the knowers of truth they do not exist in the body they don't exist in the body <laughs> they exist in the super soul paramatma they exist the final destination they exist in the final destination and the final destination is everywhere so where do you want to see me i can be anywhere that you want to see me so think about it like this if i keep on expanding myself further and further and further and further and further and then i go reducing deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and smaller and smaller so where will i end there is no way of ending anything isn't it neither this way nor that way so expansion or contraction there is no end to it so where are we heading so the only one who understands there is neither an expansion nor a contraction everything is one that person is called the knower of truth so we will see what is the ultimate truth the ultimate truth it is without any material contamination i just uh, un- explained this thing at the beginning of the satsang that i said everything that you think in the material world is a material contamination what we are talking about is nothing material material is physical existence here all these earth moon these that all, all those things on the other side we have the divine unmanifest not seen not understood never never known what is the what is it that is there it is called without a second all pervading and beyond imagination so you where do you imagine it in the mind isn't it it is beyond your mind this person which is called the divine is beyond the manifest the other side and what is in between connecting is called the spiritual the spirit so we to go on this side you have to go beyond this you have to decimate this go beyond and go and and you have to not imagine it you have to go to that you have to touch this point full realization of the same supreme knowledge is realized in the supreme person only in the supreme person that this knowledge is realized nobody else knows this knowledge except the supreme person my dear king raghavana unless one has the opportunity to smear the entire body with the dust of the lotus feet of the great devotees one cannot abs- realize the absolute truth who are the great devotees the sages the saints the gurus the mahatmas those are called the great devotees okay only when you touch the feet of the great devotee that the knowledge will come to you one cannot realize the absolute truth by simply by observing celibacy that is brahmacharya strictly following the rules and regulations of householder's life leaving home as a vanprastha accepting sanyasa or undergoing severe penances in winter by keeping oneself submerged in water or surrounding myself yeah, oneself in summer by fire and scorching heat in the sun 
So you can do all kinds of gymnastics with your life. You can learn all the Vedas and the Shastras by heart. You can keep on doing pujas, parts, everything. You can do a householder's life. People say, nah, I am a karma yogi. Okay, so what happens? Nothing happens. I went for one prastashram. So what happens? Great deal you have done. One prastashram means tomorrow all the animals from the zoo will come and stay in your house. That is okay. For them this is one. And for you that is one. So which is one that you are talking about? You are an animal which was there in the society, in all this human society, is now going to stay with the animals over there, in the jungles. So if the jungle animal comes to the city, does it mean that he is going to get realized, is it? It doesn't mean like that. So going to some one prastashram doesn't give anybody the right of saying that I have become realized. Again, you can do puja apart, all those kind of things. Accepting sannyasa, you can have sannyasa, you can become a great sannyasi for all you know. Wear orange kurtas and roam all over the place doing like that all the time. Nothing is going to happen. Or undergoing severe penances in winter. Like in winter you will you will stand feeling very cold, your teeth are chattering and all that. Okay, you are standing over there naked. Okay, I saw that Hila's photograph in, the, in America. Standing very in with wearing all those kind of cloaks on top of each other. Uh, you can keep on wearing clothes or without clothes also you can stand in there and you can say I was doing penance over there. Hmm. Nothing is going to happen. Or you can go and stand in equator for all you know, you know, getting fried and toasted also. Nothing, still nothing is going to happen. So he says, all that you want to do, you can do. There are many other processes to understand the Absolute Truth. But the Absolute Truth is only revealed to one who has attained the mercy of the great devotee. So, so you can try all your level best. You can do, do all your Tikhidambajis that you want. And try to understand the real truth. Real truth is never known. You can go and you can you know turn the Vedas inside out and drink them with juice. Every day drink one, one, one uh, Veda as a juice also. Still no, no knowledge is going to come. Anyway, seriously. You can't do this kind of thing in your world. The only way of getting this knowledge is when you are at the feet of the great devotee. That is what we call as the guru or the sage. Who are the pure devotees mentioned here? It's an assembly of pure devotees. There is no question of discussing material subjects like politics and sociology. Can you imagine there were politics and sociology during that time? You should write a thesis on this. <laughs> there was politics during that time also. Think about it. Acha, you want your uh, land uh, passed, huh? that you want uh, NOC for that. Okay, I'll accept so much money. Give me this that I will. <laughs> and then uh, think about it. And we keep on thinking of sociology and all. I can only think of some great things. A CSR activity, we call it by some fancy name, CSR. During that time also CSR was there. I said, I would do it too. CSR Come on. So what kind of activity do you call it as a CSR? <laughs> Just giving some fancy names. So sociology, psychology, everything was existing during that time. By the way, the chapter we are learning, last chapter was on psychology. I don't know whether you, you noticed it or not. <laughs> it was all about the mind. 
did you see the last chapter was full about mind only and this time this time there is some philosophy also coming into the picture so let us see it's an assembly of pure devotees there is a discussion only of qualities forms and the pastimes of the supreme personality of godhead he is praised and worshiped with full attention in the association of the pure devotee by constant hearing such topics respectfully even a person who wants to merge into the existence of the absolute truth abandons the idea and gradually becomes attached to the service of vasudev if you go for any of these uh, great satsangs uh, or you go for this people have this very huge satsang they come and they come with a bunch of cards today uh, kalpana also went to some institute and she carried a huge bunch of cards for distribution purposes so what happens is like a business activity so what do you think that's a business activity that you are coming for a satsang okay you know this is my card kindly connect with me so that tomorrow so the person who sent you for that you know so what and said you know you should go and connect with people over there maybe you can get a job that is not a it's a social event it's not a satsang if somebody is telling you it's a satsang it's a it's a place where all the devotees come it is wrong devotees when they come they only talk of krishna they will take such big books big fat books and they will sit and they will they will keep on talking about krishna from different points of view they will keep on saying you know that uh, stephen hawking should come and sit over here but i don't know whether he'll be able to sit for such a long time so these kind of things and what does he talk about only about the divine nothing beyond that he is only talking about krishna 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 and krishna in the previous birth i was called maharaj bharat i attained perfection by becoming completely detached from the material existence activities through direct experience and through indirect experience i received understanding from the vedas and i was fully engaged in the service of the lord but due to my misfortune i became very affectionate to a small dear so much so that i have neglected my spiritual duties due to my deep affection for the dear in my next life i had to accept the body of a dear <coughs> so did, did you understand he is telling his past story <coughs> now past story can only be told by those people who have attained this perfection those who have attained the state of liberation they only can tell you who they were in their past lives i rest of the people they can keep on coming up with you know nice uh, fictionalized version of <laughs> the past stories not that they can then they, then you have to go for what do you call that uh, uh, some past life regression therapy okay so my dear heroic king due to my past sincere services to the lord i could remember everything from my past life even while in the body of a deer because i was aware of the fall down of my past life i always kept myself separate from the association of ordinary men being afraid of their bad materialistic association i wander alone unnoticed by others those who are on the spiritual world they never want to tell the entire world who they are what they are doing and so on they go around like normal human beings they don't want to mix around and tell oh i am the great person i am wearing a crown over here i am the king of this league. they are least bothered they don't go about talking about themselves they will talk about god 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 and god only okay simply by associating with exalted devotees anyone can attain perfection of knowledge and with the sword of knowledge can cut through the pieces of illusory association within this material world through the association of devotees one can engage in the service of the lord by hearing and chanting 
that is shravanam and kirtanam one can receive revive the dormant krishna consciousness and sticking to the cultivation of krishna consciousness return home back to the godhead even in this life so the only method of going towards this divine is by completely chanting the name of the divine full time that means what happens is you have to keep on thinking about the divine only there is no other thing that you are supposed to do so how much is it do we have time for one more or can we stop over here i think we'll stop here right so i shall stop over here the conversation between maharaj rahugana and the jada bharat so if you have any questions you can ask me we can shut down this and we can ask this question okay